0: Hi, this is Dawn Holly, and on this debut of Everyday Resilience, I am bringing out an article I wrote um, uh, just shortly, not, not too long ago. And the timing to be reminded of how loved you are by God just seemed so prevalent and important right now. I just want you to, as you're listening to this, experience it firsthand. That is my prayer for you, that you it will be as though... You had these experiences that I journaled. Um, I did some research connecting these two as I felt led by them because each one was supernatural and needed uh, in my heart to have an understanding of how God is reaching out to us in this time. Enjoy as though this is your personal experience. Enormous Love. It's early morning. Like most mornings, I am reading his word, journaling where I live on Monte Sano. Suddenly, I'm lifted into an experience. In a moment, everything is amplified and larger than the space I inhabit. I'm in God's space. I'm experiencing a tender, sweet, tangible expanse of love. It is moving. It is alive. I am experiencing the affection he has for me, then it expands to his affection for everyone I know, continuing to swell to his love of all mankind. This growing wave crescendos to a tsunami of warm, infinite affection. I feel I am experiencing his expanse of pure love, but there's more. He wants me to experience his view. I am entering where I can see through his love lens, his perspective of all his creation. I remember how many times I have prayed to see people as he does, and he is answering my prayer. There is no formality, no angelic messenger like Gabriel saying, here's your prayer answered, put on these glasses. No, in a blink, I'm in his experiential, expansive love. I understand that I have given him access to share this with me because it was my heart's desire to know his heart. So he's answering my prayer. My loving father enters suddenly and simply into my morning routine. In this experience, he answers me. I am swept into loving people the way he loves. It is a torrential, all-consuming love. I realize how small my love is while riding on his agape wellspring wave like a tiny boat on an infinite ocean. I feel complete and content in this powerful storm of his love, safe in God's magnificent churning sea of compassion. But my heart was about to burst from the power of it. At that moment, he gently brought me back into my familiar mortal scale of emotions, both exhilarated and at rest. My divine ocean wave ride on infinite love had ended. He keeps me intrigued. My thoughts ask, could we express love like he does? If we expressed it through creating, what would it look like? As an answer, I'm reminded of another recent mysterious encounter. I was in Washington, D.C. with a team of musicians, intercessors and psalmists from Alabama. Together we're visiting the Library of Congress. It's my first time to see this beautiful man-made place. I don't know its history, but what happened that day wooed me to seek it. I'm taking a pause from this journal entry to say wooed is a weird word to say (laughs) but it's truly I felt drawn in to discover the history and the mystery of this building. The Library of Congress established in 1800 was destined to overcome harsh setbacks. Both buildings and books lost to war and fire. The building and books were restored to only see another fire loss with more books and restoration on the horizon. A refined purpose to serve Congress and the American people set the course for this institution. The grand structure there today was built in the peacetime that followed the Civil War. In 1863, President Lincoln called for a day of humility to fast and pray to see peace in our war-torn nation. It is worthy to note his closing words on this call to the nation. Intoxicated with unbroken success, we have become too self-sufficient to feel the necessity of redeeming and preserving grace. Too proud to pray to the God that made us. It behooves us then to humble ourselves before the offended power to confess our national sins, and to pray for clemency and forgiveness. Two days later, a shift occurred, which influenced the war's conclusion in 1865. So in 1861, a Dr. Stevenson was appointed Librarian of Congress. His primary focus was as a war physician, but His assignment of Ainsworth Rand Spofford as assistant librarian would set the course of the library's future. It is this Ainsworth Rand Spofford who would have the greatest impact on our nation's oldest cultural institution. The Library of Congress was resurrected during the peace and prosperity of the latter half of the 19th century under Spofford, who was named director in 1865 and would serve through 1897. The structure we see today opened to the public in 1897, raised like a phoenix from the ashes of a war-torn nation, bigger and stronger to be fireproof and built to last to be the largest library in the world. I learned there are 33 faces representing the people groups of our world on the outside of the building. Three artists did this commission. Could the artist Trinity have been celebrating our Creator's creation and portraits, faces of mankind, all loved by our Creator? There were 33 years in the life of Christ, our Heavenly Father's Son, the same Creator who loved the world so much, He gave this Son for all mankind to know Him. But as I enter the foyer, before seeing the expansive beauty inside i'm suddenly in an intense encounter presence so thick so heavy the electricity and energy is so strong that i am challenged to walk i feel translated and intoxicated and filled with questions lord what am i to receive here Oh, the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. Hmm. I'm reading from Romans 11, verses 33 through 36. Oh, the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable his judgments and his paths beyond tracing out. Who has known the mind of the Lord, or who has been his counselor? Who has ever given to God that God should repay him? For from him and through him and for him are all things. To him be the glory forever. I'm in an overflow of affection and peace. Heavenly presence was on everything. I see the Gutenberg Bible, a blessing. I pray God's word and truth to reign I realize now the Library of Congress encounter is related to the love wave he had just shown me. What does it mean? He loves us. He loves our nation. When I left the building, this encounter lifted, leaving me curious but tenderized, loving God and our nation more deeply than before. I see God as powerful and mysterious, and I marvel at what he shares. He has my affection and attention. These encounters reveal to me a father who loves to surprise his children, to surpass our expectations with extraordinary encounters. In these encounters, I felt my father share some of his intensity, some of his magnitude, and some of his in- attention to the details of how he loves. This has moved me to respond in kind. Called to be a ready bride, I am humbled by his great beauty, his incredible intimacy, drawing me into his presence, leaving me yearning to worship him. I see this building as a monument to a young nation's capacity to overcome insurmountable odds of disunity and war. I believe God heard our prayers, and by His grace and mercy, we saw peace and prosperity. Our God was with us then, and He is with us now. I see the Library of Congress as a tribute to our young nation's desire to be close to our Heavenly Father. Could a nation unite to bring heaven to earth? This cultural institution stirs my imagination to this possibility in this building i see man emulating his understanding of heaven's excellence i see a space created to honor the idea of one nation under god i see the labor in its creation a tribute of gratitude to our god for our nation's many blessings it is a simple truth we are created in god's image and he loves us i believe we can align with our father to seek excellence and for our nation. We are called to love God, love our nation, to humble ourselves before a loving God. I am willing to fast and pray to worship the author of love. I have faith for heaven's love to heal and restore us to a people who say and believe in their hearts, in God we trust. I pray these encounters will guide our thoughts, prayers, and actions for family, our community, our nation, and our world to align with the powerful love of our Father to produce an excellent reflection of our Father's heart.